You're listening to the God Stories Radio Podcast. Bringing hope, comfort, and encouragement to the world. 24 hours a day. The power of the Christian testimony. Join the God Movement. Hi, everyone. I'm Barbara Beck, host of Welcome Home on Good Life 45. And you're listening to my good friends, Fritz, Mike, and Tina, right here on God Stories Radio. Bringing hope comfort, and encouragement to the world through the power of the Christian testimony. Keep listening for a big blessing from the Lord. Guys, it's Thursday night. It's Thursday night. Woohoo! Right here. And we're in the studio. No place I'd rather be. <laughs> Absolutely. Ah, we made it. We did. Oh, yes. I tell you, what a week. I know, right? I feel like, uh, you know, the weeks go really fast and, and there's so much crammed into a week and it just sometimes just feels like you're in survival mode. It sure does. I'll tell you. Just old Slewfoot's been uh, bringing it. He's been bringing it, but not been... succeeding. No, not succeeding. I, I'm encouraged by that because I'm. Um, I know that we're we're doing something right. Right. And Otherwise, he wouldn't give us the time of day. Well, he tried to take out the the computer. I understand. <laughs> Why? Yes, he did. Tell <laughs> us about that. <laughs> well, you know, I I got wrapped up uh, last Thursday after the podcast and I got everything produced, shut it down, came back out here the next day to work on something and it wouldn't boot. And anybody that owns a Mac knows what I'm talking about when the line just goes halfway across and stops. It's never good. <laughs> Is that like the blue spear of death? You well, know, that yeah, the PC like the spinny wheel thing, but the circle of death. Yeah. <laughs> and so that was, it was not good, but you know, I'm so thankful. Uh, shout out to Jay Orr. If Jay, if you're listening, thank you so much for spending time over here with me and uh, getting this thing back up and running. And and uh, hopefully it'll buy us some time where we can uh, purchase another one. Thank you, Jay. Yes, yeah, thank you, Jay, Jay. Thank you Absolutely. so much. We appreciate it. It's our lifeblood. And uh, I do everything on that thing. And most importantly, thanks to the good Lord. Amen to that. Yeah. You're not kidding. I tell you, that was really grace on his part I, to, to yeah. give us more life on that. Boy, that's absolutely. the truth. That is absolutely the truth. Man, what's going on over there, Mikey? Well, well, I, well I just, uh, you know, we were talking about that situation, and we've talked about it before. You were telling us that it was slowing down. And uh, so I just, uh, with the... Pr- 
donations coming in after tax time, probably be a good thing for us to start looking at that. Absolutely. It, uh, the old girl has, uh, has served us well. I'll tell you six years of nonstop running. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. uh, You don't realize how much labor you put on to it, you know? mm -hmm. Boy, that's the truth. It'd be six years in May when we started. Yep. Nonstop running it. So, uh, speaking of taxes, the first step or the first leg of uh, God Stories Radio Tax thing with the uh, division of corporation was done today. Fantastic. So leg number two comes next. Yes, it does. In <laughs> fact, uh, I took them, uh, took them over there about a week ago. So she's had them a week and uh, should be getting a call here. Wonderful. And we did have uh, someone push the button last week. Yes, we did. Um, Mark, I mean, uh, Robert Herman. Robert Herman. Thank, thank you, you, Robert. Thank, thank you, you so Robert. much. You know, thank you. Every little bit helps, and it we does. so appreciate it. Yes, it does. Really, really does. All so, those little gifts add up to a big gift, you right. know, and mm-hmm. then in turn, we're able to bless people worldwide. So mm-hmm. thank you guys for being supporters and uh, even for just thinking about it or praying for it for us, you know. I mean, prayer is a huge thing. It it moves mountains. And so, you know, if you're not in a place where you can financially give, no worries. Just pray for us, please. Yeah. And we, our guest tonight is a, a fellow podcaster. Um, and uh, I can't wait to uh, hear what she's got to say in a few minutes, but she can probably attest to this as well. You know, it takes, uh, it takes money to make it go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. But maybe we should let Mike give the Facebook likes. What Absolutely, Mikey. What do you got? You're going to have a smile on your face. I, I know it. There's four of them. Woohoo! Ooh, all right. <laughs> the first one is Mark Naylor. Hey, thanks, Mark. Mark Naylor. Thank you, Mark. Thank you. Welcome to the GSR family. The next one is Vignesh Shuresh. Well, thanks, Vignesh. Thank you very much for liking us on Facebook. Vignesh, where is he from? Probably India. India? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say. Welcome. Welcome. And then Carrie Gardner Tabone. Well, we know ah, her. We know her. <laughs> Thank Welcome, you, Carrie. Carrie. Welcome to the GSR family. And then Marie Moliterno Stanton. Well, thank you, Marie. Thank, thank you, Marie. For we appreciate us on Facebook. it so very much. All right. And any, anyone, Fritz loves it. So anyone <laughs> out there that has not liked us on Facebook again, please do so from wherever you can and wherever you are. Please do so. Yeah. Facebook just seems to be the, the medium that... Uh, that we can communicate the quickest to all the listeners if we have prayer requests or there's things going on. So we always appreciate the new likes. At least I do. I don't oh, have I to. appreciate them. You don't have that that awkward uh, segment in the yeah, show. Well, there, you there's know? no likes. Yeah, I know. Nobody <laughs> likes me. <laughs> poor well, thing. Well, just keep Brits from getting poor the thing. Yeah, really. And just I know. Remember- if it's not for anything else, I mean, <laughs> feel sorry for me, please. <laughs> And just remember that the tax man is here. So Yep, the tax man is here. Thank you so much for uh, the folks that have pushed the button and, and continue to support us and pray for us. We just so appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much. We want to welcome everybody that's on Mixler tonight. Mark Sinclair. Woohoo! I see you, buddy. <laughs> Brazilian Bruno. Hey, you're going to, he's a guest, going to be a guest. That's awesome. Yeah, I recognize that. That handle. Uh, you guys are chatting with me too. I appreciate that. We'll get to that in a minute, man. We've got a 
a great guest tonight and a great testimony. So uh, stay tuned. Yeah, I'm really excited because our guest actually was here once before. She was session 129 called Hit It. And she is a professional uh, water skier. She has held over 80 professional trophies and uh, held the, for 18 years, she held the world championship record in slalom. So um, she's done some amazing things with um, her life since kind of hanging up her water skis. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, she was good enough to share it with us before. And she's going to kind of give us a recap as to what's going on with her ministry now. So we want to welcome Christy Overton Johnson to the show. Welcome, Christy. Hey, thank Christy. You. Welcome, Christy. Thank you. Thank welcome. You, thank you. Always a pleasure to have you. I've missed you guys. Yeah. No, we yeah. sit here just smiling and laughing and thinking, I, I forgot about how much I enjoyed being here last uh -huh. time. You guys are awesome. This happens every week. I sure have been <laughs> enjoying your podcast. If you haven't heard the Victorious Living podcast, make sure you uh, go over there and like and subscribe. And um, I'm on Spotify. That's how I listen. And uh, I just love her podcast, but I won't uh, steal your thunder. I'll let you talk more about that. I think we have that. five up now. Yeah. It's very exciting. Yeah. And it's it is encouraging very to listen to how many hundreds you guys have to know that God will send the guest and, and make he it has. happen and yes. and send the likes. That's <laughs> I'll have right. to go on and like you guys so you get a, a fifth one today. I dare you. That'd be <laughs> we'll awesome. like each other, make each other feel good. <laughs> It really does. It's been fun because I've always been on the interview E side. I guess that's the right way uh -huh. to say it. Always being interviewed, whether it was ESPN or different ones through all the skiing um, interviews and mm -hmm. things. And so to be on the other end and asking questions and I'm just about starting to get a little more relaxed with it and let my brain just kind of it be very relaxed like you guys seem in You've here. got a really good flow on there. I'm 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 very proud of you. You've, you know, judging from the first first couple that I heard to to session 5, there you've got a good flow. It's really oh, it's really you. good. I don't know what you guys do, but I always I just kind of when we start, I never know where it's going to go. No, and, and we don't either. Yeah. That's why we. Well, I don't either. Whereas even now, when I'm getting ready to talk, I don't know where it's getting ready to go. But that's that's why we always pray first. Yeah, me uh -huh. too. And it's fun because even today I was doing one with this gentleman, and just things started coming out that I hadn't even thought about before we went mm. on, and really just had some wonderful conversation and and lessons and and being obedient to the Lord mm -hmm. and our simple act of obedience and how that can change lives. So you'll have to go listen to that in a month or so when that comes out. Absolutely. But thank you for having me. I, I appreciate it. This is a lot of fun and just a great opportunity. Well, you're more than a guest, Christy. You're yeah, family. Definitely. We've had, since you've been on, we've had a couple of guests come in that I asked years ago. And then they came in finally this past year. And when I asked and when they came, this, the whole thing was totally different from what I was expecting because mm -hmm. I knew their story. Mm -hmm. But then, like you said, the Holy Spirit leads and, and a, a totally different thing came out of both, both gentlemen's mouths that um, was just, uh, and it was awesome. Yeah. yeah it wasn't, wasn't that it wasn't good, but it was awesome, as a matter of fact. And uh, so... Again, when the Holy Spirit and, and Father is in on it, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, I hope it's awesome tonight. Oh, it Lord, will be. Show up. Oh, it already <laughs> he is. He does. He does. He does. He's good. So what's going on with Victorious Living Magazine right now? Well, Victorious Living Magazine is just gone, has just gone, undergone a big facelift. Ah. We are in our, we've just completed our seventh season of our quarterly publication. And when I started this in 2011, I had no idea what God wanted with this magazine. Mm -hmm. I just knew that it had been on my heart for a really long time. And this gentleman that I worked with at the time, he said, Christy, I want you to go into your office and do not come out until you have a name, because I have heard you talk about this magazine for two years and I'm tired of it. (laughs) (laughs) And so he says, either get in there, do something, or basically quit talking about it. And so I love that because it was that, kick in the rear, I guess, to just say, quit being afraid. And it doesn't matter if you have it all figured out, just go be obedient Mm -hmm. to what God has put on your heart to do. And I had started writing a couple years before I had written a book and, and I was working on another one and had developed a a gift of writing that I didn't even know. I'd always been a water skier. Mm-hmm. And when I transitioned out of skiing because my body started falling apart, literally, mm-hmm. I really stepped into new new areas using my platform of water skiing to minister to hearts. And so I started writing that magazine. It was just a, a small magazine for the area of Keystone Heights, Florida, which is right outside of Gainesville, one stoplight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's where we lived for 20 years until we moved to Claremont area five years ago and just started writing stories. And a couple of years later, the Lord allowed me the, the privilege of visiting someone in prison. And I say privilege because... It absolutely changed my life. I had never thought about going to prison, never wanted to go to prison, Mm -hmm. didn't think bad about prisoners, but just thought, okay, these are people who've broken the law. They're where they deserve to be. I knew that there was probably some people who got harsher sentences and things like that, but I was totally ignorant to all of it. Mm -hmm. Fortunately, that had never hit our family. So when I had the opportunity to go visit someone I knew from the water sports world, He was incarcerated and he had reached out to me and written a letter to me, basically um, just just reaching out. And I felt the Lord impressing on my heart to go visit him. Mm -hmm. So I asked for my husband's blessing. He was like, you can go. But his motto is just don't make me go. (laughs) He was like, yeah, he just wasn't quite comfortable with it at the time. But he was he gave me his blessing. And so I go in there and I'm sitting in that reception room, which I thought was going to be like you see on Blue Bloods or something mm-hmm. where there's a glass and they're looking from the other side of the glass. Well, it was basically like an airport reception, like an airport mm-hmm. terminal. I mean, that's what it looked like when we went in. I went through the metal detector. everything scanned. We walked down this hallway and we're in this room where there's vending machines and these chairs that look like we're at an airport or something. Mm-hmm. And I stayed there for about four hours watching asking the Lord to show me what he saw, because I knew I was there for a reason, more so than just visiting Bill. And what I saw were people. I saw men visiting their wives, their mothers. I talked to families out in the waiting room and heard their stories of how 
They were driving from Orlando to Miami, Jacksonville, Miami, every weekend for years mm-hmm. and years. And this was their life. Mm-hmm. So what I saw was a lot of brokenness. Mm-hmm. And I just sensed the Lord impressing on my heart to share the message that he had given to me throughout the years. I had been traveling and speaking for years um, across the world. When I'd go compete, churches would have me come speak, sharing my testimony. But what the Lord really wanted me to share was that he's a God of another chance. Mm -hmm. And as an athlete, I got that because, you know, I didn't get become a world champion because I did everything right. I became a world champion because I got up after I fell a billion times. Mm-hmm. And you entitled, we entitled the, the last podcast, Hit It, because that's what I would say to the boat driver. Mm-hmm. Every time I was in the water or on the dock ready to go, I had to make a decision to say hit it. And it was the hit it's that caused me to be a world champion. Being willing to learn from the mistake, listen to my coaches, apply what I had learned, and try again. And that was the message I sensed the Lord wanting me to take to inmates, to let them know that he was a God of another chance and that it wasn't over, that there was a power source that loved them, that had not given up on them, that was waiting for them to connect by faith to him and say, hit it, God, and that he could take everything, even the most horrific things in their life, and he could could use it for good and take that pain and, and bring purpose out of it. And so once I saw that in the prisons, that prison, and I left, I remember driving up the turnpike, weeping like a baby. I almost had to pull over because I was so messed up by what I saw, what I had felt. It was like God had downloaded his love for humanity in my heart to a demographic that I had never even considered. And so when you see God's heart for something and you sense it and you know he's putting something on your heart, it's kind of like, like I said at the beginning, talking about that magazine, you know, you can't just keep talking about it. You got to just say, yes, Lord, I'll do it. And then to the best. Faith without works is dead, isn't it, Christy? It is. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes we think we have to have all the answers. Well, I knew to get started. Well, I knew enough about my personality that a lot of times when I sense that God wants me to go do something, I jump in, I say, hit it, and off I go. And sometimes I leave the power source behind. (laughs) (laughs) And you can imagine as a water skier how that would go. Not really good. I would sink down. And that's what I had done for many years in ministry. I had a great heart for God and his people, but I would often get excited and run off doing it in my own strength. Mm. And that is something... I don't have a problem saying hit it. My problem is staying behind the boat. (laughs) So what I said to the Lord when I was weeping, I said, God, I will go. I will go wherever you want me to go, but I have to know you're sending me and you have to open the doors. This can't be Christy busting prison doors down. (laughs) And what he did was within a week, the Florida Mm. Department of Corrections called me and somehow, only God, knows. And I mean, I don't know if God dropped it in the mail or what, but they had gotten our magazine, Victorious Living. And they called me and they're like, we want this in the prisons in Florida. And they weren't saying we will pay for it and send it. They were saying, will you send it? Because this could be a great tool and a resource to touch a lot of lives and to bring hope where there's very little hope Mm -hmm. and to bring stories. Our, Our tagline is real people, real stories, real hope, because we talk about the real stuff. 
and things that a lot of times you the church wants to turn and not talk about. Mm-hmm. Yep, you don't have to explain that. Yeah, That's I mean, for sure. the the one on our cover right now, Laddie Calloway. I mean, his story he was serving at the church, so addicted to pornography. And that's a huge problem in churches. So we we talk about that. We talk about the opioid crisis We in, in, within the church. I mean, the addictions, the hurt, the pain, the loss, the divorce, different things that are real things that people are going through. Mm-hmm. And when I'm interviewing someone or putting their stories in, I'm not looking for people who have it all together and have it all figured out because I believe we are all on a journey of of learning. Mm -hmm. What I search for are people that I see are hungry for God. And there have been people we have covered in our magazine who have eventually fallen and had another moral failure or fallen back in the addiction. But, you know, that's between them and the Lord. What I know is when they were put in that magazine, it, it was real. It was real. And God is real to them. And I believe that no matter how many times we fall, God's there to pick us back up mm-hmm. if we're if we're willing. And so that's what this magazine is about. It's about just there's a real God. He's not just stories. These and this is why you have your podcast, God Stories. I exactly. Mean- <laughs> and 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 if you're not willing to be real, then you're really kind of spinning your wheels. Yeah. You know, or yeah. you just bow to the political correctness mm-hmm. of the world. Yeah. Right like, now, like you said, I mean, you were joking at the beginning, but you know, getting those likes. And it's like, we, we bow to the likes of people and, yeah, and, and even in ministry. And I, I find myself a lot, it's like you, you want to make everybody happy. Everybody's listened to the podcast or, or whatever you want it to be a style that people will like. And mm-hmm. what I've really come to realize, the Lord led me to Galatians one last week, as I was seeking all these opinions of, of really godly people saying, okay, what should the direction of victorious living be? And this godly man who was very successful would say this, and this godly one would say this. And and the Lord led me to Galatians 1. And it was Paul saying, basically, when I found, when I discovered God's call on my life, since I consulted with no man. Now, we know the Bible says that we, sh- we should consult with wise people. But mm-hmm. what he was talking about is he he knew. He knew what God had called him to do. So the more he went and asked people, the more confused he would get. Mm-hmm. And then it said, if I was to please man, I cannot be a servant of God. And so I think we often bow to those likes and really trying to have man's stamp of approval. Even with this magazine, with this redesign, it cracks me up because <laughs> I, I thought I loved our magazine the way it was. But then I got some feedback from at first, like a 20-some-year-old, I'm like, oh, that's that's just a millennial. You know, she she just <laughs> doesn't like us old people stuff, you know, the 50-year-olds, you know, design. Oh, my gosh. I had to come down off of my <laughs> high horse about the millennials. So I could, I think we're brother oh, and sister, they, aren't we? I tell you what, they, I've got a couple of them working for me who have brought so much life into our organization. But that's another discussion. But then I just started asking around and to a 70 year old who had worked for Southern Living and things and and her sharing with me saying, you know, your magazine needs some organization. It needs some revamping. And basically I realized that I had to make some changes. 
But then after I'd made it and paid all this money and stuff, I had one person say, that is the ugliest logo. It is so cold looking. And it was a friend. And I was like, I've done the wrong thing. I've made the wrong decision. And then I was like, oh, come on, Christy. I mean, this was, you just, I based my whole decisions on one person's comment and then Mm -hmm. question the direction I'm going. And it says in James that if you live in a world of doubt, it's like you're in the sea getting tossed about and you can't be seeking God's direction on something and then constantly be seeking man's approval on that direction that God's given you. Otherwise, it's like me trying to ski with two power sources and I'm hanging on to two ropes and I'm getting Mm -hmm. ripped apart. And that is really what I have felt like a lot of times in ministry, just confusion setting in when I'll know that I know God's saying this, but then I'll ask too many people and then I get confused. And Satan will use friends to make a comment like that to, you know, give you doubt. Yeah. All right. Just like uh, Peter and Jesus. Yeah. Christy's got her, her preach on tonight, man. Yeah, I'll tell really you what. Yeah, she I, does. I, I, this is boiling over with this passion, man. She's uh-huh. bringing it. Uh, this That's because I'm a work in progress after we all, 25, well, we all? 30 years walking with the Lord. And it's like it's every day. I, right. I was talking with our podcast today, the Victorious Living podcast, talking with this gentleman. And he's about three years into his walk. And he's like, man, I'm just still learning. I'm like, buddy. We're all still learning, yep. even decades. You better believe it. Later, and if you're not learning, you're not growing. And if you're That's really right. not even making mistakes, you're. I couldn't learn those tricks without stepping out and and falling. And I think even sometimes we will stumble. I mean, God says He upholds us with His righteous right hand, and we're mm-hmm. walking with Him. But there are moments where I believe you have to just step out. You have to just start the magazine and. Who knew if Victorious Living was the right name? I don't know. But I know that God's hand of blessing was on mm-hmm. it. He gives us a brain. He gives us creativity. And I can relate a lot to that, Christy, because when we came up, uh, we, we didn't come up with it. When God gave us God Stories Radio, we really, uh, Mikey and I looked at each other and we're going, that's kind of strange. You know, uh, <laughs> we're doing a podcast, but we're calling it radio. And uh you know, nobody was podcasting back then. I mean, I barely knew what a podcast was, nor, nor did I listen to one. And now, podcasting is, is everything, is. and the God story is everywhere. Right. So the Lord knows what He's doing. He He's and uh, He's setting us up for the success that He wants. Mm-hmm. You know, the mm-hmm. glorification that He wants. Right. And victorious living, I think, is just is right up there. Well, what's so funny is like you, you, a lot of times God asks you to do things that really don't make sense to right. people. So Most of the that's time. when you know yeah. it comes from so God. Yeah. I'm entering a magazine business when magazines are going out, going out. And everybody's like, Oh, you have to have digital. You have to have digital. And, yeah. and it's like, it's going into prison and I, everybody's walking around with, with digital. And it's, it's this magazine that when people, we get the testimonies when this guy, Isaiah, he says, I was about to commit suicide. I had the sheet around my neck and I looked down and this magazine was sticking out of the mattress. It's the magazine that this this one girl was taken apart to use it as a fishing device to get a donut in another cell. <laughs> I don't even know how she was doing it, but she read the publisher's note. Now, I write a majority of what's in this magazine. The publisher's note I write, because I'm the publisher, 
and it's my least favorite piece. It's the least, to me, anointed piece. I can't stand it. It's always the last one. You feel like you have to write it, and it's just my least favorite thing. She only read the publisher's note, breaks down weeping. She is healed of cutting. She had had a cutting addiction. Wow. And and so you can't take the digital apart like that. No. And, and it's like no. so many people are telling me you, you're spending too much on print. It's all out. Nobody's doing that anymore. You know, all these big magazines are cutting their issues. And I'm like, but God's telling me to That's flood right. the prisons with them. Right. right. And it doesn't make sense. But he's never missed an issue. He's never missed a payment. Right. I mean, there's been the last hours a few times. So I think about your computer. It's- yeah, he's Jehovah Nick time. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. God's will, it's God's bill, as I always say. If he tells you to do it, he's going to fund the, he's going to pave the way. Yeah, that was a good one. I'm writing that one. Yeah. <laughs> Came up with that one myself. Well, and didn't he tell, uh, didn't uh, Jesus or God tell one of his prophets to go buy a field when they were about ready to be uh, cap- captives? And yeah. he thought, no, why should I do that? How could, why would, you know, and it was again, something that it was against the grain, something that you was, it shouldn't have been done. Yeah. He sent Elijah to a widow that was with I her was last, thinking the same, same thing oh my to gosh. a widow with a son who they're about to die, die. with their last little Meal. loaf of bread and yep. go to her and let her provide for you. Can you imagine even asking? asking? Right. Yeah. And saying, can you, Christy, I Make can't believe you were thinking the same thing oh, as me. Yeah. <laughs> Great minds. And we always forget life. about the other half of that story because the, the son actually dies. Yes, and he's brought back to and life. And he's brought back to life through right. that whole thing. So that there was a relationship established there. Mm-hmm. God was glorified. That, exactly. Yes. And it yep. never ran out. It never ran out. Because they were well. obedient. Mm-hmm. Yep. Elijah was obedient to do something that would seem so rude and so... To me, you know, like to ask a widow to give her all, her last, to to you, that would be a difficult thing. And her sickly son. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then, but she was obedient to do it. Mm-hmm. And look what God did. He He provided for them both mm-hmm. in miraculous ways. He is the strength in our weakness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's going to bring a raven over here and drop down your <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Um, Maybe it'll be one of those big Amazon drones, you know. (laughs) Maybe it'll set it up for you, too. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about, Christy. Preach on. We were were talking earlier before we started, and you said, now, I remember you saying that you started with in one little town in Florida, and then it got somehow got sent to somebody, and now it was, it went to all the prisons in Florida, Mm -hmm. and then you told me recently that it's in how many states? Um, Well, it. In 30 states, we have inmates that are reaching out to us asking for the magazine to come in. Now, we are in a majority of the Florida prisons where we send cases of them into the chaplain, and then they distribute it Mm -hmm. to the the mass population. But people, and what's so cool is like one copy goes from hand to hand to hand. We get letters from people who are reading them from 2013. Mm -hmm. And it's just so cool that it's just this continual Mm. impact, impact year after year, issue after issue. But it's, um, what happened is they, the cases go in, but then individuals of course will get them and they begin to write to us. Mm -hmm. And so this is something that God has brought to my attention over the last few months. Our ministry has grown so fast 
especially in the area of our correspondence outreach. And so when letters started coming to me in 2013, as a people pleaser, perfectionist, and a performer, mm-hmm. I'm the three P's <laughs> in a pod here. Well, I, I think there's I four because you're pleasant. Oh, thank you. Um, you're supposed to say pretty. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so anyway, back to the story. So all this mail started coming. And I was thinking about this week. I know for certain that God put the magazine in prison. I know for certain he put me in there to speak because like even the next week after the Department of Corrections called, I started getting calls from Bill Glass and Bill Glass Ministries and Inmate Encounters to go in and be a platform speaker. They had all these NFL players, and different athletes. They kind of use us, Jack Murph the Surf, Jack Murphy always surf, calls it. Yep. We're, we're the the chum. We're jumping up the waters with our, our boats in prison and the high wire acts and all that kind of stuff. The motorcycles revving up. Mm-hmm. They come out to see what's going on. Then they get to hear the God story. So um, anyway, when all that mail started coming, I don't know that God said answer it. And but my people pleasing, I didn't want to let anybody down because after a while, starting to get ugly mail. <laughs> you know, why haven't you written me? Yeah. But I'm yeah. one person. So what did I do? I went and hired someone at full time and she's got an assistant now. And um, and it has really been an amazing ministry. We know that it makes a huge impact. I started writing devotions. We were mailing 25,000 devotions, I think, last year we mailed in prisons. But what happened is, as my board challenged me a couple weeks ago to really look at our ministry, I realized that the less than 1% that are writing to us are so overwhelming our ministry that we can't even get the magazine out Mm. more because we're afraid we're going to get more letters. Mm -hmm. And so it's really hindered the gospel. It's hindered these amazing stories going forth across the country. And I've really had to evaluate was, was this, I mean, I don't think God was mad at me for caring about people and Mm -hmm. any of that, but he's really kind of shown me maybe that wasn't what he had for me and that hundreds of thousands. I mean, we've got close to a half a million copies that are floating around in prison. We could, and, and they go from hand to hand to hand. So well over a million people have been impacted by this magazine, mm-hmm. and we're trying to handwrite a couple thousand mm. inmates, and it's keeping probably another million from. Mm. So, you know, I, I I know God works in mysterious ways, and maybe he he wants that. You know, I'm really praying through that, but I'm just praying and believing that there is a church or a group, a prison ministry, or something that. They would just love to have this model that mm-hmm. we have created. I mean, after about 15, 20,000 letters and responding to them and really providing godly, I don't want to call it counsel, but godly encouragement mm-hmm. with people who are going through horrific loneliness and isolation and rejection, guilt and shame. And there's a lot of horrific things that are going on, rapes and abuse behind prison walls. I mean, very sadistic. It's bad. And um, when you're reading these stories, these letters that are coming to us, you learn things that you, it's kind of hard to turn your eye on. Mm. And, and it just really makes me rethink 
a system that I'd never thought about before. So I'm, I'm really excited about, not that we want to get into politics, but just the prison reform that is good for for people. It's mm-hmm. not a political thing. It's not a political party thing, but it's really good for people. And that's one of the things, every time I'm in prison, I have people coming up. Can you help me? Can you, you know, look at my case? And I, 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 I can't, mm-hmm. but I, I can listen and take their concerns um, to the places that I can, because you hear the same story a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, it's starting to get a lot more publicity as of late with like, President Trump pardoning Alice Johnson and, and different ones. And I, I'm just learning a lot. So I, I'm very open to whatever God would have me to do there. And there's a lot of people who who are innocent that end up in prison. Yeah. You know? And then I realized too that there are a lot of people that are in there because they did some very evil things. Mm-hmm. And there are people that could be even listening right now that it's it's hard to have any compassion mm-hmm. for I mean I think about Jack Murphy I mean he was in for murder charges mm-hmm. and um he's such a changed man but this fact remains that he's he still did things mm-hmm. that hurt people that mm-hmm. took someone's daughter or well you, you can't know. help but think about Paul I mean yeah. he murdered Christians yeah mm-hmm. and then he God turned him around and he wrote the yeah most of the New Testament yeah so God can it restore. Can change anybody. And and a lot of people think, you know, well, it's just jailhouse religion. People are very so desperate that they're grasping and that once they get out, it won't stick. I hear that, you know. Mm-hmm. But you know, think about all the people that sit on pews every week that aren't in prison. And it doesn't stick. It ain't stuck. Right. <laughs> I mean, they're just going through the motions. Right. But I have met enough people to know that, if a person, wherever they are, they turn their heart to God and they surrender to him, whether that's Jack Murphy in prison or whether that's a water skier named Christy mm-hmm. who just says, God, I need you, as Jack says, to be the manager of my life. I need a new manager. I need to surrender. I need a new power source. Mm-hmm. That's how I would say it. I need to say, hit it to something else other than a trophy and a boat and people or in Jack's case, you know, crime or whatever it was, he was, you know, we're all looking for identity and purpose and different things. And we're all, we're searching in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. And so if you surrender to God and begin to find your worth in there, um, your, your life will change. And, and then God steps in and does what only God can do. I mean, Murph the surf was, Jack wasn't supposed to get out until 2,244. Whoa, 2,244. He was never getting out. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about on our podcast, just, I did the interview yesterday with him. It won't play for probably another month. But he and I, we were just, every time I asked Jack, I'm like, God, how did how did this happen? How did you get out? He just says, but God. Yep. <laughs> but God. He goes, I can't even explain it. I don't even know how. But God. Mm-hmm. And God. God's got our situations, mm-hmm. all of them, with our magazines. He knows what hand to put it in. He knows who needs to listen to this podcast. Mm-hmm. He's arranging behind the scenes. He mm-hmm. knows who needs to be on the cover. I mean, there's times where I'll have someone else on the cover and I'll sense it that God's saying, no, this one. And you got you to walk in obedience. Right. You sure do. Because there's a reason. Yep. There's a reason. We've had guests. Uh, we've switched up guests before. I know, well, the Lord kind of switches them up and we go, oh, that was, 
that was the guest we needed for this week, you know, right. and then uh, the other guest comes down the road or before. And uh, wasn't it too that was Isaac? Wasn't he supposed to go to prison for well, Isaac life go, beyond? Yeah. Oh yeah, he was again another, you know, God thing. While he was in prison, something something happened that they just motorcycle uh, Isaac. Yeah, my friend, yeah. I yeah. Knew Isaac. Yeah. Hey Isaac, if you're listening. I love the part of that story where they they the cops have got him pinned to the ground and they they've got guns to his head and they're mm-hmm. just like just twitch, just mm-hmm. give me an excuse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he walked walked away from that. He did. Yeah. Wow. I'm going out next week to Vegas uh to speak, not to gamble, to speak. <laughs> and they get to go into some prisons there and taking my son and two young ladies that work for me. They'll be there all three of their first time in and just really excited. And then I'm going to speak that afternoon um, at a graduation ceremony, but it's for a gentleman named John Ponder. And John was the cover of our previous issue. And I thought of him when you're talking about Isaac, because John, the whole helicopter scene came in. I mean, they got the lights, the dogs and Mm. the guns. And basically, you know, Twitch, give me a reason. Right. And and I wish I had the magazine right here, but he heard in his, he heard them saying, you know, hands up, basically get out of the car and get on the ground. And um, later when he got saved in prison because of, it wasn't our magazine, but I, I think it was the Kenneth Copeland magazine mm-hmm. that came in and it was a Billy Graham message on a little bitty transistor type radio that mm-hmm. was just all broken up. He got saved in prison and gave his life. And the Lord showed him that it wasn't just the police saying that it, it was God saying, hands up of mm-hmm. surrender, get down and surrender and get on the ground and kneel before me. Boy, that'll preach. Yeah. Ooh. And, I, and wow. I'm messing it up just a little bit. It was very, there was three things. And you know, let it go, get the hands up and surrender and get down, get your face down before me. And God lifted that man up. I mean, he was just, he was like a most wanted, you know, just criminal that God has totally restored. And now President Trump and John are hanging out and they're using John Ponder's Hope for Prisoner out of Las Vegas, his model for a lot of this prison reform and different things. And it's just so cool to see how God can restore when you take your hands off your own life mm-hmm. and you get out and you get face down before him, whether you're a prisoner or whether you're a skier, whether you're a radio announcer or, you well, know, you got that right. you're doing. Mm-hmm. Amen. He lifts up the humble. He really does. And pride goeth before I fall. <laughs> yes, it does. It's close to the brokenhearted. Yep. It sets the captive free. Let's keep going. Let's see how many That's verses Isaiah. we, can. Oh, we yeah. can do it. <laughs> I'll put a pot of coffee on and we'll be here all night. <laughs> uh huh. Christy like was one of those, on a, one of those round games. We got to do the A, B, C, and we'll see how long we. Christy can go. was on a six-hour podcast. <laughs> <laughs> see who drops the ball. <laughs> Part one of six, Christie's testimony. <laughs> awesome. I don't have a problem talking. That's my husband. <laughs> well, speaking of hubby, when are you going to drag him over here and, and let us meet him and 
I tried to get my kids to come tonight. I just, it's just so Well, cool. I had this an extra microphone because you always show up with an entourage or something. I did. So I brought I, Stephanie last time. Yes, I brought my daughter another time, yeah. I think. And, um, I was prepared. You yeah. came solo. I tried to get them to come. I'll bring my dog. I have four dogs. You want me to bring them? Uh, sure. <laughs> Marley will be Marley, happy. Marley yeah, would Marley be yeah. love to meet him. Yeah. They can minister to each other. <laughs> so what are you guys learning? Oh, my gosh. I'll tell you. Humility, praying for lots of wisdom, because it just seems like uh, we're uh, taking ground. I mean, we're in, uh, how do you say, uh, uh, unfamiliar territory Mm -hmm. now, you know, and the the listenership seems to be growing as far as we know, but we haven't encountered, the Lord has protected us. I mean, there's been several instances where we've had uh, potential infringements and and uh, stuff like that on our on our brand and and trademark and stuff like that. But the Lord is always taking care of it. But He's always put us through this uh, faith journey, mm-hmm. and we had to talk it out. And we have to, you know, sometimes we just have to. Here you go. Yeah. Well, and, and it's, it's tough. Like we said before, how many times did you want to quit? I'm just glad we didn't quit on the right. same week, Mikey. Right. Because uh, I tried, I tried right. to quit. You know, we had we had some kind of vision and hopes that it would take us out of where we work, and uh, I just come like I said, even on the way here tonight, even if it's just for one night a week on a Thursday night, I'm okay. Yeah, I do this for the rest of my life. You know, as long as it's exploiting the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, because uh the Lord just been dealing with my heart that we have to take a stand. I mean, uh, being, uh, having been a Christian for a long time, we always thought, well, you know, the tribulation will come and we'll have to make a decision on who we serve. You know, we'll have to take a stand, but you got to do it today. I mean, there's all kind of idols being built Mm -hmm. right in front of us in this world. And we've got to choose this day who we serve and it's, it's not going to get pretty. Mm Mm-mm. You know, so with that message in mind, the yeah, the attack on God Stories Radio and us personally has been immense. I mean, he's really ramped up even, the game. Even so. recent, more recent, more so recently. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ever since we uh, on, took a stand, we went on proclaimed forty five TV forty five. It's just, uh, it's been on the game on. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's one thing I've realized. It's like the more your ministry grows, mm-hmm. it's it's going to be attacked and, and people coming after you and different things. We know our, our war isn't against flesh and blood. Right. No. We know who's behind it all, yep. but it's still, it's hurtful. It's frustrating. Um, I think that's what I've been learning personally, Christy, is that how much of this is truly spiritual warfare and how to combat that spiritual warfare. You know, you, you get really comfortable in your Christian walk and mm-hmm. you don't realize how complacent you get until you start getting really in uncomfortable positions where you absolutely need God to step in and take care of things for you. And, you know, there have been times where I'm like, you know, I don't, I'm not feeling God the way I used to, you know. I know he's there, but I'm not feeling his presence the way I used to. 
And, you know, I've been praying and fasting and I still know that he's there, but it's like a quiet time, you know, where he's stretching me and it's so hard. It's really difficult. Yeah, I think, you know, the word that you'll see so much in the word is like to him who overcomes. To him who overcomes is the crown and talking about perseverance, perseverance, because he knows, you know, it's not easy. And um, it wasn't easy when he was here. It wasn't easy what he went through and the the resolve he had to have to face his mm-hmm. purpose in life. And I just know, like you said, it's 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 going to be get a little crazy. And it's done one thing, though, Christy, it has caused us to uh, to really yearn for the word and for understanding of the word because mm-hmm. I've read the Bible for years and really I'm ashamed to say that it's really just now where the Lord is opening my eyes to a lot of things, you know, cause it's a living, breathing word. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you take the time to ask the Lord for wisdom before you read it and for understanding, he he'll do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's verses I've been reading and memorized and for years, and then just all of a sudden, wham, they hit you over the head. I didn't see that. Well, every night before I pick up the Bible, I always pray, like you said, before I read it. You really have to, or you're just reading. Right. I mean, you know, it's good to read the Bible, but I pray before I read it. Oh, you have to. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Sometimes we open up the Bible, we have an agenda. Mm-hmm. Right. And, mm-hmm. you know, you've got your devotion you have to read or whatever, and then you kind of read it and then check mark and you close it. But I, the times that I've really been, have learned the most is like you said, when you just kind of sit and your heart is open and you're saying, God, show me, you know, show me something today or, or help me have that understanding, open the eyes of my heart and give me discernment. And, um, and he gives you that revelation when you're just sitting there and you're reading and you're listening and you're not in a hurry, you know, and you give them more than 10 minutes. <laughs> right. So it, it's, it's good. And he always redeem your time. I'm learning that too. And there's some days where, you know, you, you, you hope that like this morning, man, I just, I couldn't wait to, to do my devotions and all that. And nothing went right this morning. Mm-hmm. I mean, the kids got to the gas station, didn't have any gas money, you know, so we're having to leave and go help them. And then one got sick, had to drive across town to pick them up and just never even got to it. And, um, but throughout the day in those moments, you can still have your heart tuned to God and be listening to God and, you know, thinking about the scriptures that you do have in, in your little scripture bank in your in mm-hmm. your heart and your mind. Yeah. So amen to that. You can't beat yourself up when it, it, it doesn't happen, but there's so much he wants to teach us. And I and I think the Lord judges our heart. You know, he knows. Life yeah. happens. Yeah. But it, like you said, in those still small moments when we can just tune our heart to him. You know, and sometimes I'll just say little things under my breath, you know, to him. You know, just uh, it kind of brings to light the scripture that says pray without ceasing. And I think that's kind of what he means is just communing with him all mm-hmm. the time, mm-hmm. just carrying him with you all the time. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
See, I thought I'd ask y'all a question. Throw you off. Really? I see what I see what, I see what you're doing. doing. So I've yeah. been interviewing on the podcast. Yeah. Say, what are y'all learning? Uh-huh. I'm picking up what Christy's dropping down. That's right. <laughs> Gonna flip the wax here on GSR. Gonna <laughs> put you out of a job. <laughs> We're going to have the Victorious God Stories Radio. There you go. <laughs> well, we're all victorious, yeah. praise the Lord. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And we're in the story business. You I, better I love, believe it. I just love stories. I think. Aren't they no, amazing? It is. And no one can argue with what God's done in your life. And I just, a lot of, I think a lot of believers are so afraid to share their testimony because they're insecure in their faith, or maybe they don't feel like they have all the theological answers. But I always tell people, you don't have to get into a theological debate. You just Mm -hmm. share what God has done. I once was blind, now I see. I once Mm -hmm. had no joy, no peace, and now I am so content. I had no worth. I was always searching for something. But now, you know, I've, I've got a new identity, a new purpose, and the things that I'm doing have meaning. And they're not just trophies on a shelf. And so I just want to encourage people to tell their God story. And whether that's to to your child, to someone in your home, to a friend, to a coworker, whether it's coming on a podcast or sharing it in a magazine, Mm -hmm. everybody has a story. They sure do. That's right. right. And, And they are, it's designed just for them. You better believe it. And it's just for them to give it to someone else who Father brings along for they can hear it. it. That will identify with that story. Right. Just like the editorial piece, you know, she didn't think much of it, couldn't stand to writing it, mm-hmm. and somebody ends up just right. bawling and getting saved. Yep. You just yep. never know what somebody needs at any given time. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I remember telling that lawnmower story when I was a, yeah. a baby Christian, and I tell, I tell it a lot. And I see people looking at me like I have three heads. And, you know, you could tell that they're saying, so what are you talking about? Or you're crazy. And I know where it came from. So there you go. Mm -hmm. Man. And to sit back and think that we've had the privilege to hear 194 stories Mm -hmm. thus far. Thus far. Yeah. Just getting started. 200 coming on probably in March. I know, right? Wow. Two hundred. Two hundred. Could be carrot cake. <laughs> you know it. Of course you had to equate that back to food. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I have carrot cake in my freezer because I was on a fast oh. and my friend made one. So my birthday's next week. So I have it frozen oh. to Happy eat on my birthday. birthday. Next no. week. You'll be in Vegas on your birthday? I will be. I'll be 49 and holding. <laughs> That's right. I'm going to be right. 49 again next year. Back it up, back it up, back uh-huh. it up. Well, I, was, I told the kids that I was 39 for so long that they really forgot how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh-huh. Awesome. Man, this is great. We just sit here with Christy all night. Yes, we could. But we're not. <laughs> Because she, she has kids and a husband, and we have kids and stuff. And a dog. And a dog. Marley. Mikey. <laughs> we just love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for everybody on Mixler tonight. Thanks for hanging out with us. Check out the Victorious Living Podcast. It's on Spotify now. Mm-hmm. 
and I think iTunes, iTunes, yeah, all the, all the, I don't know, you major know platforms, me, all the major platforms. Well, I know they got Libsyn now, so they're broadcasting to, yeah. right, all and, kinds of different things. Basically, we just share, you know, stories that have been um, interviews with people who have been sharing their stories. They just have amazing testimonies, and you can also go to victoriouslivingmagazine.org, and you can read just. We've got hundreds of stories that are on there, and you can even trans. They're supposed to be. It just went live like yesterday, <laughs> but there's actually supposed to be a little Google Translate button. Oh, so whatever cool. language you're listening, you know, you're you need, you can click it. And I'm just praying that it translates <laughs> the salvation message <laughs> appropriately. Right. So, but we just thought it'd be good to at least people to, to be able to read those stories in, in those languages. And if you go on there, um, I do want to put a little plug because I know how Plug important. away, please, because I was going to ask you how they can get the yeah. magazine if they want it. So you go to victoriouslivingmagazine.com and you can subscribe on there. We, we it's, it's, you get one and you give one. So it's $25 for you to get four issues for this year. It's a quarterly publication, but it allows us to send an issue behind bars. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of like those Tom's shoes. You know, you're buying a pair, you're giving a pair where well, you're, you're buying a magazine and you're delivering hope through this magazine mm -hmm. to someone else. Oh, that's fantastic. And you can also go on, you can, you know, it's $200 for a whole case to ship in, which will touch thousands of lives throughout the year. So we just um, hope that you'll go on and, and be a part of what God's doing. It, I love Henry Blackaby, and he says, you, in Experiencing God study, it's wonderful. And he says, you look and see where God's working, and you join him. And he is he's working in the hearts of incarcerated men and women. There's mm -hmm. like a revival mm -hmm. going on, a whole army of men and women. And it's so cool, like for me, I, when my granddaddy Charlie passed away, he was the one who always prayed for me. And I thought, who's going to be praying for me? And I've got just hundreds and hundreds of of men I've never met and women that are fasting and praying and um, for our ministry. And it wow. just it just blows my mind. It is amazing. It is amazing. I'm sure that we're going to meet people one day that go, I've been listening to your podcast and I've been praying. Mm -hmm. For you guys, and yeah, Lord has revealed some of those, some of those yes. to mm -hmm. us. So, mm -hmm. what a blessing! Also, it Christy, is. you got some books. I do. I have a book called Hit, hit it. it, Hit It. Yeah, your I victory a, may be one hit. I got it a away. copy of that one. Yes, you do. And also, Running the Course that was my first book. And Running the Course is a lot of um, how to be a champion in God's eyes. I mean, we're already champion, but how to run His course. And it really gives a lot of great analogies between like getting off your dock, getting past that fear. That dock is that place of comfort, connecting to the power source, getting up when you fall, not looking at the competition, just a lot of things that you can translate into your faith walk. But then the Hit It book is really me trying to live out my first book. Mm. You know, it is me in, in my, it's really an autobiography of how I, you know, some of the different mistakes like we've talked about. That's you tonight. getting jerked off the dock. It is, and, and spiritually and <laughs> and physically. <laughs> but it's really my my hit it journey with God of connecting to a power source that has never failed me, and who has taught me so much, and who I hope to continue to learn from until God calls me home. Mm. Oh, amen to that. Comes back and gets me. 
<laughs> hey, in the blink of an eye. What, here, there, in the air. Wow. In the blink of an eye. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming, Christy. Thank you for having we me. We just love and appreciate you love so you very too. much. Christy Overton Johnson of Victorious Living Podcast, and uh, check out the Victorious Living Magazine. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. And it's what, victoriousliving.org? Victoriouslivingmagazine.org. Yeah, okay. victoriouslivingmagazine.org. Uh, if you have any questions for Christy and you can't remember all that, you can drop us a line at godstoriesradio at gmail.com, and we'll get them to her. We know where she stays. Yeah. <laughs> not too far from here. Not too far. <laughs> we just love that um, the Lord has put us together and mm-hmm. we're in the same battle. And, you know, you always know if you need help Thank to you. call us. Thank you. We'll hit it together. Thank you. Well, you've been helping that. me with my podcast, so thank you. Well, it's my privilege. Yeah, it is my privilege. I'm, I'm very happy that you uh, thought enough to, to call me. So it's my privilege. All right, that about wraps it up for session 194. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Tina. God bless. God bless. God of creation, there at the start, before the beginning of time. With no point of reference, you spoke to the dark, and fleshed out the wonder of life And as you speak A hundred billion galaxies are born In the vapor of your breath The planets form And if the stars are made so light. I can see your heart and everything you make. Every burning star signal fire grace. And if creation sings your praises, so
You're the 